Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Blessed be the name of the Lord, for this is the day the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Good morning to everyone calling in and to those that are listening via Internet. God bless you this morning, and thank you for joining Tell Them Ministries on the radio. God bless you. God bless you. I thank God for this opportunity to come before you again and share what he has laid upon my heart. Um, I give God all glory, honor, and praise, and I say thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. This morning we're going to continue our conversation about it's not my fault, but it is my responsibility. And um, there are some things that we looked at last week, and we're going to look at a little bit more this week um, in the discussion. If you desire to make a comment or if there's something that you would like to share in dealing with this, please press 1 and I can bring you live. Again, press 1 and I can bring you live. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your grace and your mercies that are new every morning. We thank you for revelation, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. And dear Heavenly Father, I pray that I decrease and you increase. I pray that it is all of you and none of me. God, I give you glory, honor, and praise, and I pray that something is said today will help people to take the responsibility for their own healing. God, we honor you today and we bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. As I said, uh, this is our second week of dealing with it's not my fault, but it is my responsibility. If you have a comment or would like to join in the discussion, please press 1, and I can bring you live. When we look at what we talked about last week and dealing with generational curses and generational blessings, we know that oftentimes we're trying to figure out why certain things keep happening in our lives. We wonder where did this come from, especially if we didn't open the door for it. But oftentimes what has happened is, those things in our bloodline that are passed down from generation to generation. And those are the things that I'm referring to. You know, those things that were out of your control, those things that you had nothing to do with. Now, as I said in the um, information for today, it's not my fault, but my responsibility is not a place to continuously place blame on what somebody else did. It's not for you to, well, I'm like this because of. That may be true. 
There may have been issues in life. You may have been hurt as a child. You may have dealt with people who abused you. You may have dealt with circumstances growing up that was out of your control, and they play a part in what and where you are today. <coughs> Excuse me. We oftentimes see, and we can even attest to the fact that certain things that happened in our childhood caused us to think differently, it causes us to react differently, and it can open the door for certain things to come into our lives. You know, we look at the uh, child abuse and the molestation and growing up in an abusive household and the alcoholism and the rejection and abandonment that takes place as a child will mold them for the adult that they will become. But what happens is so many don't understand, so many can't seem to break free, and they continue to move forward in a very destructive pattern of life. Now, a lot of times it can be destructive and very negative, and they just get caught up in snare after snare, whether they walk into it knowingly or unknowingly. It will begin to have a foothold. But if it's not dealt with at an early age, if it's not dealt with early in life, that thing will become a stronghold. You know, we need to look at it when it's at the foot and get rid of it then. But when you're not around godly people, kingdom-minded people, people that understand, people that can pray and intercede for you, you can go through life miserable. And you hear people say, that's just the way I am. I've been like this all my life. I'm too old to change. i never forget someone um, made a comment one time that they were old enough to say and do whatever they wanted to do. They had lived long enough to do that. And I looked at them, I'm like, but the way you're doing it is wrong. And their answer to me was, well, I've been like this all my life and I am too old to change. I'm here to say you're never too old to change. You're never too old to learn a different way. You're never too old for God to come in and change and deliver you from the strongholds that are in your life. Now, once we get to that point and we find out the truth, we find out that this is why I am the way I am. You know, we have people that are are abusive and people who are operating in in adultery and fornication and these things are passed down and we have to look at it and and realize that's where it's coming from yes there are some people who are just mean spirited they but they are broken you have some people that are abusive they are broken and we have keep looking at what other people are and what other people are doing. We have to look at ourselves. What was that foothold in our lives? What was that thing that held us captive? And now that we've, we know truth, now that we, in a, we are in a relationship with God, you know, we, we are able to face it. We're able to deal with it and, and understand, okay, this is something I need to be delivered from. You know, you have some people who 
they allow these things to just run them in the ground. You have some that they may turn to alcohol and drugs. You have some that may turn to sex and pornography, and you have some that are just womanizers. And, you know, you have women who are abusive in, in all areas of life. This is not um, a man thing, and it's not a woman thing. It is a people thing. It is a mindset thing. It is where you are. It is oftentimes a very learned behavior. Nobody may have told you to live like this, but you're living because of the way you are because of the examples that were set before you. You know, I had to go through and look at why was I doing certain things? Why was it seemingly that so many things that I was doing or trying to do, just it wouldn't happen. It was very difficult. It was very challenging. But when you look at generational curses in the Bible, in Deuteronomy 28, it tells you that the sins of the father will befall upon the children for many generations. But in the second thing, it tells you the blessings of the Father will also pass on to generation to generations to come. And these are things that we have to be mindful of. Our DNA, you know, that's passed down from our parents, the, the, our hair color, our skin color, you know, certain mannerisms. Those things are passed down through the bloodline. And if you ever go to the doctor, one of the questions on the sheet, if it's a first-time visit, it's going to ask for your family history. It's going to ask you, has anybody in your family dealt with cancer? Has anybody in your family, in your bloodline, ever dealt with diabetes or heart disease? What's in the bloodline that has passed down and it gotten to you? So when we take a look at if the doctors and society and scientists know that there's something passed down in the bloodline that will affect generations, you know, we have to look at that thing spiritually as well. You know, you can be taught certain things growing up, and you may not even realize that it is actually affecting you until you get to adulthood or your early teenage years and realize that this is a learned behavior. You know, as we said in uh, one of our Bible studies, who taught you that? Who taught you how to be the way you are? Who taught you the things that you're sharing? Who taught you that your behavior is okay? Because it's, it's a learned behavior. Yes, there are certain things that we have no control over. You know, but... At the end of the day, we can take control. We can change the dynamics of where we live. We can change the dynamics of where we think. Because the word says that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You know, the, God tells us in the scriptures that we must be written, we must be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So he's putting, giving us the responsibility to change things. He's putting it in the ball in our court. Are we going to renew our mind? Are we going to change the way we think? 
you know, God gives us everything that we need in the Bible, in those 66 books to pertaining to life and death, pertaining to prosperity and health. You know, if we take the time to search out the scriptures, and I know that a lot of people complain, I don't understand, I can't read the King James Version. I make that an excuse. You're making an excuse to stay where you are. There are too many versions of the Bible that have been translated in everyday context for you to be able to read the Word of God. Now, if you're not in a place where you're being taught the true Word of God, I suggest that you find somewhere. Find somewhere where you can get truth, where you can get healing and deliverance. You know, we look at so many things and people are just stuck. They're just stuck. I know in doing ministry in different places and in different times of my life, I've run into people who are just stuck. They seemingly cannot move, but they have to make up their minds, I'm not going to live the rest of my life this way. You know, when you look at the generations in your own family, take a look at some traditions that may have been passed down, some activity that may have been passed down, the lifestyle of the family. You know, divorce can run in a family. You know, it it just can. Having children out of wedlock can run in a family. The sons and, and the men just, running rampant woman after woman after woman. It can run in a family, and the same thing with women. It can be passed down. It is a spirit that is attached itself to the bloodline. But you go through life thinking, oh, I'm just going to add some notches on my belt. I'm just going to do this until I can't do it no more not realizing the truth of the matter is there's something that was passed down, and God did not intend for us to live that way. When I looked at things and realized that so much of what I had been doing, things was based on things I had been taught, the way I raised my children, the way I cleaned my house, the way I dressed, the way I dealt with people, a lot of it was good but there were some bad things that were passed down. And when it came to who taught you that, that question came up. I had to go back and look at who taught me that. That wasn't taught by the Holy Spirit. This thing wasn't taught by God. This thing is not taught in the Scriptures. So who taught me these things? And that's what you have to ask yourself. When you look at every area of your life, every aspect of your character. You have to look at, one, who taught you that, and realize, okay, that was not my fault. That's not my fault. But I'm going to take the responsibility to change it. I'm going to stop it now. You know, we talk about generations and four and five generations. But we can go as far back as 40 and two generations. 
and there are things that, you know, you can look at, and we might look at someone that has a child, and their complexion doesn't match the mother, the father, the grandmother, or the grandfather. But I bet you if you go back far enough in the bloodline on either side, you're going to find somebody that that child resembles. You're going to find somebody that that child looks like in your family. You know, we have to realize that the family has been broken for many years. That's the whole family unit. And we have to be mindful that we don't know everything that's in our bloodline, but when that thing comes up, we need to pay attention to it. We need to take a look at it and address it for what it is. You know, you can have a generations and generations of unwed mothers. Well, where did that come from? It wasn't just the fact that she decided to go and have a baby. Look at the generations before her. Where is it in the family that it was taught that it's okay, that that's just life? When you look at it, there's somewhere in the bloodline, you know, that it was okay. The grandmother wasn't married. The mother wasn't married. The great-great-grandmother wasn't married on either side of her family, and now it's just something that they do. It's no big deal. But that's wrong according to the word of God because we're doing things out of order. The way you do certain things in life, the way you deal with issues and problems, you know, is passed down. It is a learned behavior. But how many of you know that we've got to be bold and take charge, as it said, take the bull by the horns and address these issues? No, it's not my fault. But I'm going to take the responsibility to learn and do better. I'm going to take the responsibility and search the scriptures. I'm going to take responsibility and go to God. I'm going to learn what I need to learn. I'm going to repent and ask God to forgive me of my sins, forgive me of those things I have not had control of that's in the bloodline. Forgive my forefathers. We have to take responsibility. I love the tagline for the empowerment place, which is once you've been empowered, take the responsibility to empower someone else. And that's what this is saying. Once you found out, okay, it's not my fault, but take the responsibility for your healing. Take the responsibility for your deliverance. Take the responsibility for your life. And once you have identified these things, once you have moved to the place of healing and deliverance, encourage, take the responsibility to help someone else, which is what I'm trying to do. Am I perfect? By no means. Do I make mistakes? Yes, I do. But that doesn't negate the fact that there have been issues in my life that I had to take responsibility for. I couldn't continuously blame my mama and my daddy. I couldn't continuously blame my grandparents. I couldn't continuously blame those people who caused me pain or taught me what I knew that was wrong. I had to stop and take a look at, wait a minute, this is, this is not adding up. 
what I was taught and what I'm finding in the word of God does not match. There's a problem here. And when we take the time to do our family research, when we take the time to lay before God and ask him and seek his faith for those things that are in us that are not like him, ask ourselves the question, ask God, show me me. I'm not asking you to show me my neighbor. I'm not asking you to show me my husband or my wife. I'm not asking you to show me other people. Right now, God, show me me. And whatever he shows you, take the responsibility to correct it. It may hurt. It may cut deep. But I promise you, It will be worth it for your healing and your deliverance. It can change a generation and generations to come. We have to stop pacifying and patting our demons. We have to stop patting the python. We have to stop. When we look at the state of the world now, all of what we're seeing now has been passed down for generations to generations to generations. The hate, the bitterness, the anger, the sickness, the pain, the abuse, the spirits of abandonment are in the earth. Those things were passed down. We didn't create them, but it is going to be our responsibility to be rid of them and to help other people be rid of them. This is not the time for the faint at heart. You're going to have to go in and dig in deep. And I I like to use the analogy, it's just like when you've ever had a splinter in your finger and it goes deep and you, you know it's there, you feel it, but with your naked eye you can't see it. So what do you do? You almost pick at it in the blind. You pick at it and you make that finger sore trying to get to that little splinter that's buried deep in your finger. And in getting to the splinter, you may cause some some tearing of the skin. You may cause yourself some pain. There may be some discomfort. But you know you have to get that splinter out because if you don't, that can become infected. It can be a bigger problem than what it actually is. So you continuously dig just to get that little splinter. That's how sin, that's how issues of life get in. It's like that splinter. You can't seem to find it, but you know something is there. You can't see it with your naked eye, but you know that it's there because it's causing you some discomfort. It's causing you some kind of pain. It's causing a problem. When we take the time and realize that there are some things in our lives that are causing us some problems, whether we did it or whether someone else did it, we've got to find the solution. We've got to dig deep. We've got to dig in and say, I'm getting this out. This is not supposed to be here. This is contaminating me. This is causing me pain. This is causing discomfort. And if I don't get it out, there are going to be some major problems coming down the road. 
But so many, oftentimes we may turn a blind eye to those things. Oh, it'll be all right. Oh, I'm not going to worry about it. Oh, I'll deal with it later. Oh, it's just my imagination. Oh, it's just this. Oh, it's somebody else's responsibility to take care of. No. It's your responsibility. If God brings it to your attention, he intends for you to deal with it. If God reveals it to you by his spirit, if he reveals it to you, it's time for it to be dealt with. It's not time to sweep it under the rug or put it in a box in the back of a closet that you never go in. He's allowed the Holy Spirit to bring it to the forefront. He's allowed it to come forth that it can be dealt with, whether it's heartache, whether it's issues of the past, whether it's those spirits, those things that have attached itself to you. And so many of us know, okay, this should not be so. I shouldn't be doing this. But you can't seem to stop, or you at least don't make the decision to stop. I encourage you this morning, tell yourself the truth. God already knows. God already knows all about it. We hear people talking about, I'm waiting on God, I'm waiting on God. Well, newsflash people, God waiting on us. We're hindering our blessings. We're hindering our prosperity. We're hindering our deliverance. We're hindering it all. Because even his word tells us, lay aside every weight and every sin that so easily besets you. There are things that comes up in our lives that will beset us because we don't deal with them. No, we're not perfect. We make mistakes. We do things that are out of order with God. We say things out of our mouth that may not be nine times out of ten not pleasing to God. But when we realize these things and we repent and we say, God, help. Admit the fact that you're in a place and you need help. Admit that there are issues in your life that need to be dealt with past and present day. Admit to yourself that I'm not all right, and that is okay. Because we're walking around trying to present ourselves as these perfect wonderful people that everybody in the world just loves, it's okay to say, I'm not okay. It's okay to say there is a problem. And now that doesn't mean you go and you tell everybody in your circle, everybody in your church. That's not what I'm saying. But God has placed someone in your life that you can talk to with confidentiality someone that will pray with you, someone that will encourage you, someone that will take you by the hand and walk you through it. I thank God that he has allowed me, and I'm learning more and more every day, he allows me to walk with a person to their pain. Let us deal with this and walk them out of it. Now, we're not going to 
stay there. We're going to deal with it. We're going to look at it. We're going to break it down. We're going to dissect it. And then we're going to come out of it. We're going to leave it right there, and we're going to come out of it. We're going to leave those generational curses. We're going to leave that pain, that suffering that you may have endured as a child that is dictating your present and your future. I operate in deliverance. I know that's who I am in God. I know that. But in order for me to be able to assist someone else in their deliverance and in their healing, God had to walk me through this same path. Is it complete? No. I'm still in the earth. It's not complete. My assignment is not complete. Every day that he shows me something about me, that's another day of deliverance for me. I encourage you, admit the fact that it's not my fault, but I'm going to take responsibility for my healing. I'm going to take responsibility for the change in my life. I'm going to take the responsibility to be healed. For every that Jesus went to in the Bible, he asked, the question is, will thou be made whole? Do you want to be made whole? I believe we're going to continue this conversation again next week. If you have any questions or comments, you can find me on Facebook at Gloria Hawkins, Facebook.com, or my website, TellTheMinistries.com. Leave me a message. If you have a prayer request, please feel free to leave there and know that I love you in the Lord. Know that I pray that your healing will come. I thank each and every one of you who have joined me on the line this morning and via Internet. I pray that God blesses you. I pray that this message this morning has touched on some things that will cause you to realize it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility. God bless you. I pray that you have an awesome day. Enjoy yourself in the Lord. Enjoy the blessings that he has placed before you. In Jesus' name, have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.